What up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Epitome of Cupidity, your favorite legend metal podcast. Say it a little faster, buddy. We're running short on time. <laughs> we are. <laughs> In the background, you have Canary Yellow by Deaf Heaven. Deaf Deaf Heaven? A Deaf Heaven. Sure. Don't be mad at us for not saying your name right. It's kind of our thing. It's Deaf Haven. We know that. Okay. In the background, you have Canary Yellow by Deaf Heaven. And, uh, you know, that album of theirs, Ordinary Human Love or something like that. It wasn't on everybody's top fucking five list last year or anything. So it's not just a little bit cool that we've got their music on this stupid fucking podcast. Um, Brian, with a Y. What? Yeah. Uh, how you been? Been forever since we've talked. You don't want to know how I've been. That's a that's a dumb question. That's a dumb or long question. Yeah, it's a dumb long question. <laughs> it's a dumb long question. What have you been listening to in the dumb long question frame? Uh, well, it'll all tie together later. Uh, yeah, you, you agreed that I'm allowed to tell my story later, right? So a lot of blues lately for a reason that'll come out right, later. Right, right. Uh, to, like yesterday, did a little bit of traveling, listened to um, the whole Kenny Wayne Shepherd album, the only Kenny Wayne Shepherd right. album. Uh, Trouble is Trouble is. Trouble is. And um, since then, I this is what I you know pre-show we were talking about. Let me pull it up here. I clicked on a playlist, which I never do, and it was called sludge it was called sludge so oh, i just hit play it was like 50 gotcha. 50 songs alice in chains <laughs> corrosion of conformity down off uh, you know nola a song off right nola was on there like what the fuck i don't Not understand it at all i, don't, I, I mean yeah, there was some get... there were some weeds uh people bong slappers bong or some river, shit, yeah, yeah. you know but like uh, uh damn the river is that sludge? No, <laughs> not at all. But the 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 uh, it's killer. The 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 playlist is fucking amazing. I don't I don't get it, dude. Every everything just gets mm. lumped into fucking doom Mastodon, or sludge now. Blood and thunder. Not, that is not no sludge. <laughs> One of the best riffs of all time. Still not sludge. No, not even fucking close, man. I I don't get it. I, we're gonna have to get like a music expert on. It, but that means we'd have to admit that we're not. We're not. Music. Yeah. Okay, so we're I not th- gonna do that. No. Uh, I've been, it's the middle of fucking winter, so I've been on my uh, yearly post-metal run. I found a band on, somebody was talking about on Facebook called, I'm going with Sover because it's got the weird little upside down V on top of it. (laughs) And and, oh my God, dude, I meant to send that to you as you were heading out to Dayton today and say, oh, listen to this. Growing Horns. That was one I listened to that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, way to steal it. Yeah. Good job. It's like a um, tennis match. Fucking <laughs> bastard, I swear. Uh, Cold Luna, Harad, Generation of Vipers, all the post-metal fucking funness. And uh, still, you know, kind of mixed in with the, Huntsman? Uh, the with Basque Huntsman? and Huntsman. The good old, uh, everybody's favorite folk metal genre. Who? Folk metal. That's Who? what That's what Basque and Huntsman are considered. Who said, who said that? Well, I agree with that. I would challenge them to a duel. What the fuck is folk metal? It, well, it's Huntsman or Basque. It's What's like folk about it? Renaissance fair metal. Really. <laughs> no, not, no, it's like... <laughs> no. It's got a... Okay, we'll, we'll argue this later. Because there's a more interesting Brian, not with a Y, but with an I. Mm-hmm. Brian Ewing, what have you been listening to here lately? Oh, you weren't ready oh, for that one. No, I wasn't. Um, uh... A lot of just playlists, to be honest. Uh, Do you make your own or you just find them and hit play? A little bit of both. Um, uh, 
I started DJing a little bit, like uh, with DJ Hevesita, and I would open up for her. So I would have to go through my record collection and try to find things that worked well together. So I've just been doing a lot of that and just not sticking to any genre, just going all over the place. And it it feels nice, you know, because I can have ADHD and <laughs> not really care about it. And, um, I can tune in and out while I listen. So I hate that question. I Yeah, I, I don't. You have, hated it last year, too. Yeah, if I, yeah right. I know. I know. And uh, I listen to a lot of like audiobooks. Um, just listen to the Beastie Boys audiobook, which was really good. And then the Kim Gordon audiobook. Uh, I don't know who that is. Who's uh, that? Kim Gordon is the bass player from Sonic Youth. Oh, gosh. Gotcha. The Beastie okay. Boys. Uh, do I have to explain that to you? Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't you just telling me you were old? I you am. Went to bed I, early? I is you should old. know who the Beastie Boys are. I know who they are. But okay. Yeah. No, but, Kim Gordon. Uh, well, the great thing is um, she uh, and her band kind of they cross paths with the Beastie Boys. So I'm hearing stories from one book. And then I'm hearing the same story, but a different perspective from another. And it's really interesting. Oh, yeah. Because um, a lot of it's just like uh, art and punk rock in the 70s and 80s and 90s in New York. And I don't know. Um, that and just like H.P. Lovecraft, uh, audiobooks. Uh, fuck, man. Uh, a lot of like hustle porn, which is basically, you know, like. Wait, huh? what? <laughs> it's not what you think. It's oh. not sexy. It's more like, you know. Five great ways to market on Instagram and crap like that. Oh, oh yeah. hustle porn. Yeah, hustle no, porn. That's yeah. not sexy at all. No, no. no. But uh, it's but, kind of addictive, you know, where you're just like, uh, if you have a business, you know, big or small, you're trying to always figure out like, God, how do I, how do I understand this, the marketing of this, you know, because I started doing posters a long time ago. It was much easier. Now it's much more difficult. So I just, uh, I listen to crap like that. And then uh, tattooing at the shop. Like, Clint fucking... Shut up! That's fine! God. You just said button your pants. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Brian's talking. He's over there fucking stretching the long neck. To... <laughs> you interrupted a perfectly good run. Oh, I did. Yeah. I did. Okay. Um, tattooing yeah. at the shop. Uh, so we all kind of make fun of each other about our musical tastes because everybody has bad taste in music. And so we torture each other with that. Um and we, you know, so I'll end up listening to a lot of like uh, Southern California, like punk rock and hardcore, even like screamo stuff. Because uh, one guy, Emmanuel Mendoza, oh, call out, he really uh, loves that stuff. He grew up in California, and um, you know that's part of him. And then Mike Moses, the owner, my mentor, he loves Alice in Chains, your favorite, yes, and Oingo Boingo. So we make fun Whoa. of each other for all that stuff. Because I, I hate Oingo Boingo. I, I don't even know who that is. What? I only know it by name. I've never actually listened to it. Okay, you know the guy that does like the Simpsons theme song or Matt Groening Christmas. What was that? No, that's not his name. No, that's it's, great. Uh, yes, but um, what's his name? Weird Science, Dead Man's Party. Weird Science. That was that. A, that was a movie, right? Yeah, where they made a girl or something. Uh, Is that Weird Science? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to keep it metal. Sorry. Guys. <laughs> no, no, no. no. The, the 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 side stray is what makes yeah. it fun. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> I'll yeah, try to keep it music. Metal. I still um, don't know anything about metal. Uh, yeah, just um, usually this is like a standard response is I listen to whatever bands I'm working for at the time. So a lot of last year, 
Um, a lot of Metallica because I did a couple of Metallica projects, and then uh, Failure, Mastodon, a band called Dirty Heads. You yeah. Know? So these Another. aren't like what I run out and want to push play and listen to. It's more of a well, I need to be in the moment and to understand what I'm who I'm working for. So. I spend a lot of my time doing that. And after that, I'm just exhausted on music. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, like there, you guys probably have days where you're just like, uh, either I want some piece of quiet or I want an audio book or something or just what? something different. I, I listen to classical music on the regular. I can't do that yet. I'm too young, <laughs> you know, or I'm not homeless. So, you know, because <laughs> they always play classical music outside of places where homeless people will uh, panhandle. So they'll leave um so like udf and stuff like that so is that where you're doing it <laughs> yeah that's exactly. out, like, i listen to it on the yeah. regular nine to five uh, yeah, as i'm as i'm sitting outside of udf okay okay you know he made 675 yesterday yeah, it's, it's like clerks or something <laughs> i do know that <laughs> movie okay god damn it shut up Clint, Brian. With all the noises today all of the noises Jesus. um so yeah uh i wish i could say i had a top five or whatever I'm listening to right now. It's just all, it's all work related. Um, so Deaf Heaven, Deaf Haven, uh, they're coming. I don't know how to pronounce it either. No, no, no. <laughs> I was just getting ready to. Clap I was pointing at Brian. And, and I, I, my, my point is I'm, I'm hoping you're going where you're going, where I hope you're going with this. Oh, uh, does that make sense? Yeah. I'm not doing anything for them yet, but uh, Damn it. they're playing. Uh, so, you know, once in a while I have to buy tickets to a show instead of just like, you know, uh, doing a poster to go. Uh, it's actually cheaper to buy tickets, to be honest. Right. Um, <laughs> Save a lot of money buying yeah, yes, tickets. In time. Uh, so I was just excited that they're coming. And uh, um, I can't remember which album it was, but Becky Cloonan, a friend of mine who I had mentioned before yeah. that did the Clutch uh, cover, she had done some work with them where they did a reissue of one of their albums and she illustrated it all. And that's kind of how I first heard of them and just really loved it. You know, it's... And I'm taking uh, Andrea, my girlfriend, uh, to it. She listens to like jazz and hip hop. And I'm like, you have to go. You're going. There's no like, will you go? It's just, you're going. Yeah. And uh, uh, she appreciates me just kind of just showing her new things, like new types of music that, you know, just it really isn't in her periphery. So, yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah. Them and Enter Arma are going to be here in. Uh... Was it March? Way to be prepared. April? Yeah. They're going to be here in 2020. Sometime before 2021. Yeah. It's, uh, and uh, that that's a really good bill. With Deaf Heaven and their jazzy metal fucking weirdness and Inner Arma and their 27-minute long songs mixed in with... <laughs> it just it, That's going to be a really good bill. Uh, spoiler, we're looking to try to talk to both those fucking bands that night. That would be rad. Um, we've had Inner Armor on before. Uh, it's just the Deaf Heaven thing. But anyways, uh, yeah. So I, was, I was really geared toward... That he was uh, going to do... Yeah. <laughs> do you know anybody in their management? I do. Uh, I didn't even think of like reaching out because I just assumed like oh, they probably have some. I will forward you their email. Perfect. Um, yeah, we will not do that. put this on air. <laughs> Why not? Why would we? We're making con- we're making con- this is content. We're, yeah, we're making um, okay, making fine. journeys yeah. cross. Yeah. Making journeys. <laughs> <laughs> That's that the white claw talking. Gross. <laughs> just the tips Did you just of the mix journey. One journey song with another. 
Just the tips of the journey. And we, we mixed journey songs and added White Claw. There so you I don't metal. know. It's a metal podcast. How, how do much, you not say those two things? How much yes. worse could this get? <laughs> Coming up in a minute. Give me a beer. You'll find out. <laughs> that can be done. All right. Oh, yeah. um, 2019. How was 2019 for you? Uh, Busy. Uh, Doing the tattooing full time and doing... Uh, Rock posters and shit like that. Uh, don't give me that fucking craft beer shit. If I drink it, it's not. It's, uh, okay. It's delicious. I like the shitty beers. That's yeah. fine. I got tons of plenty, these. plenty of shitty beers to go around. Yeah. Um, uh, 2019. It was just really busy. I was doing the tattooing. I'm still doing the tattooing full time and doing uh, the rock poster illustration stuff full time. Uh, we traveled a lot. Uh, God, we traveled a lot. Uh, went to Canada, um, Chicago, New York a couple of times, LA, uh, Canada, Chicago again, you know, <laughs> just a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of the travel is just based on um, what projects I have. Right. And Should we disclose who Brian Ewing is instead of just... What, these people haven't heard the first? Well, that, you know, you don't, you don't know. Like, you know, should we give a synopsis of... Or just let them go on, and they'll oh, figure it out. Yeah, this is an opportunity for them to like turn it off. No, you raise a good point. You raise a good point. Just to be clear, Brian Ewing has is an uh, an artist and has done posters and for the likes gig of art for the likes of Metallica, the biggest fucking bands Megadeth. there are Metallica, High Megadeth, all them, yeah. and uh, you know. Before the day's over, we might try and talk you into doing posters for our fucking band. So that, that ain't happening. That's not happening. <laughs> Show me the Quan. Show me the money. <laughs> the Quan. Okay, that officially rules us out. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's an amazing artist who's done a ton of fucking cool shit. He had the super awkward moment of walking into my house and being surrounded by his own fucking art just a half an hour ago. And uh, I think you're caught up now. Yep. Okay. No pressure. Um. So yeah, 2019 has been busy. Uh, do I just prattle off shit I did, or <laughs> yeah? Because, oh, so I'm doing the interview. Okay, yes, I see how it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Um, okay. I, I, I'll I'll prompt it. I'll, 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 I will prompt you. Am I supposed to edit that out? Uh, the more the better. If it's yeah. funny, <laughs> what's funnier? Um, you did. I know you did at least louder than life and Sonic Temple last year. Did you do aftershock as well? No, uh, we were just, uh, last year was my first time doing it, so we just wanted to feel it out, and uh, I think Danny Wimmer Production presents uh, those people, they just wanted to see if having artists at their events was a good idea or not, so um, it was a matter, you know, it was just like, eh, we'll see if this works, and it worked really well, and everybody had a good time, and now we're all friends and stuff like that, which is great, and uh, one of the... Um, one of the people that's pretty much in charge, um, like I tattooed him and stuff like that. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's pretty cool. Uh, so this year we're going to be doing those two at least. I'm just staring at an empty <laughs> chair now. So this year we're doing uh, those two at least. And uh, is Aftershock in Sacramento? Clint? Yes. I would love to go because Andrea has never been. And Sacramento is basically... The California version of Columbus, um, which isn't bad. <laughs> You're not allowed to say that while I'm away from the microphone. <laughs> I don't even know what it means, and I love it. I want a shirt that says that. 
For real. <laughs> you could that could be your podcast slogan. We're the California <laughs> version of Columbus. We're the podcast we're, version. We're the of California Columbus. version of Ohio. Yes. Uh <laughs> So it's it's a really rad city, and uh, it's not too far from San Francisco. I used to live there, and I have friends there that um, that are in San Sacramento. And um, yeah, so I'd, I'd like to do that. And uh, God, I wish they would do like Europe or Japan because I would just the festivals. To, yeah, I would just try to figure out a way to weasel into that. Do you have did, did anything crazy? I mean, I don't know what did anything stick out in your mind from the 2019 Sonic Temple? Did you meet anybody? Did you do anything other um, than stand at your booth? Did you get to go backstage? Did you saw get to you do... guys? <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, us. <laughs> yeah, no, we were, we mean good crazy. Oh. <laughs> uh, so um, the guy that I tattooed, Keith Koning, um, he's he was in charge of putting together all the artists, and he worked with another guy named Justin Camerer from Louisville, Kentucky, who is a gig poster artist who invited me into it. Um, so I had to like put those names out there first because uh, it's important um, to just. Thank them. Uh, mm -hmm. So Keith had set us up with like all axis uh, wristbands and we didn't care about any of that other than there were clean bathrooms back there. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. you know, you're at a music festival and there's two inches of liquid right. on the floor of the bathroom and people are throwing up and doing drugs and shit. So we got to avoid that. Like that was the most exciting thing. Um, and, the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll edit uh, this out. <laughs> Other than that, a uh, buddy of mine, Josh Bernstein, who used to uh, be one of the uh, creative directors at Revolver Magazine, was there interviewing a lot of bands and emceeing and introducing them. Um, he, uh, gosh, he also put together the Golden Gods Awards. Nice. And so was, uh, we used to live in the same neighborhood in New York, and that's how I met him. Um, I met him like in 2004. And so we've always been friends, and he would have art projects that he would bring me in on. And that was always fun. He had a magazine called Royal Flush. So I got to talk to him again, which is great. And then um, uh, there was a graffiti guy named uh, Vile One, um, and he used to be the doorman at the Troubadour where I did posters. Uh -huh. He's like, hey, man, you remember me? And I just kind of look up at this like seven-foot-tall big motherfucker. <laughs> It's like, no, he's like, oh, I'm so-and-so. I used to do the, you know, I was like, holy shit, you know? So we got to catch up and I had no idea to did graffiti and this stuff was amazing. Um, Can you do that? Can you do graffiti? Have you tried that? No, no. Yeah. I feel like uh, the more I spread myself out, the more I'm just going to lose my fucking mind. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, I don't want to be a jack of all trades, you know, right. like uh, I think tattooing and rock posters and then toys and then. You know, the business thing and, you know, being in a relationship, like it's enough and trying to have friends and, you know, <laughs> get sleep. Like, I'm good. You know, right. uh, <laughs> there's nothing's going on. Yeah. yeah I, I don't do drugs. So, like, if I was doing like Adderall and shit like that, like that would I could do it. Sure. Right? Maybe, yeah. I could add a thing or two more. To yeah. <laughs> and I, I feel like uh, graffiti and tattooing are some of the last art forms where not everybody is allowed to do it um, with tattooing. uh Someone once told me this guy, uh, Greg Lom, great tattooer. He's like, hey, man. And I was having a bad day with tattooing. He's like, hey, look, you can't just walk into a shop and start tattooing. You have to get invited, you know? So right. it's like, it's, it's pretty, you feel special. Same thing with like, with graffiti. You don't get invited into it, but you definitely have to earn it. And, <sighs> you know, um, 
I think a lot of people worked really hard to be where they're at with graffiti. And I, I think I would just do it a disservice, to be honest. Like, I'm impressed. I, I'd rather appreciate it than have it stress me out. You try to copy it. it. Yeah. yeah. If you ever get bored, Clint has a perfectly blank oh, yeah. pool canvas out there. You could spray paint the side of his pool. And get you know, and practice really. Sure. If you if you want to get your chops up, if something falls off, maybe you stop <laughs> tattooing or something. We got a lot. We got a fence you can Are you work on. Like a limb or something? No, okay. no. One of your seventeen other things yes. that you're doing. One of those. <laughs> but uh, okay, you know what? Yeah, the pool is up for grabs. If you want to spray paint it, <laughs> sure. Why fucking? You just not? pretty much invited anybody to come over and vandalize your. Pool. No, 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 just you. I oh, said okay. you. Just, right. If you want, to. All right. just Doctor Ewing. But uh, <laughs> Doctor Ewing, <laughs> Doctor, Doctor. Doctor, I just watched that not long ago. Um, to bring it back, the uh, I can't remember his name. Steve, something with a V. Jeff. The, the guy, v. That, the guy that brought us to the graffiti, the graffiti oh, artist, vile one. Yes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, catch up with him. Yeah, I got to catch up with him after shit, uh, like eleven years. I think that's when I I stopped doing stuff for the Troubadour. No, no, no. It was like twelve years. So. That was really cool that, um, you know, I think he was stoked to see that I was still doing it. Right. You know? uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, other people, I got to watch the cult play from side stage, which was really cool. And I got to beat Danny Wimmer, which was awesome. Uh, he's much younger than I thought he would be. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. You think, like, festival promoters are, like, these fat dudes that look like Boss Hog. <laughs> no, yeah, that is, exactly, that is exactly what you know, I mean. You know, and uh, with, like, strippers on their arms. And he was totally cool and, uh, you know, a lot younger and just kind of had it together, which was great. And he right. really, he really dug art. And he really does like the bands that he books and... So that was really cool. And then I just met a lot of other, like, Danny Wimmer's staff, uh, which was awesome. And um, So he really likes Ghost? I, hey, man. I'm you know. sorry to hear that. So your, your hatred for Ghost knows no bounds. I'm just here to it. hijack shit. Keep it going. Keep going. So I'm sorry. Ghost is a weird band. Like, I can listen to it, then I, I'm okay with not listening to it. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something here that you may actually see him fucking blow up about. <laughs> There's a song of theirs that I like. That's okay. Oh, well, when you make fourteen thousand, you're bound to have one. Way to fucking one. let me down, dickhead. <laughs> Anyways, I've been holding on to that for like a year now. What's the name of the song? Tell everyone so they can listen to their one good song. I'm not yeah. doing that. Oh, okay. I'm not out myself. Okay, you just did. I, that's as far yeah. as I'm going. All right. Back, uh, back to you. Uh, <laughs> it's like watching your parents fight. Good. Uh, good. Uh, what else? Um. Uh, yeah, shout, quickly though, shout out to Danny Wimmer and his staff yep. and all them, all those uh, lovely people who have yep. helped yep. us you, give away tickets, and we're going to sort that out here soon. You quickly, uh, go ahead. Putting him on doing art for the festivals and everything, and yeah. et cetera. You broke my stream of conscious there. I like Mine to too. break your stream. Way to go, dickhead. I'm, I'm going to take it back. Even and, farther. And, and to another stream. You, you just brushed over toys. Is it is that new for 2019? I know you had, you did it in 2018, a different toy, right? Don't you have a new one in 2019? Yeah, yeah, we, uh, uh, um, I think I mentioned in the last interview, uh, I was, I'm working with Urban Vinyl Daily Toys out of Dayton, Ohio. UVD. UVDtoys.com, I guess. Um, and this year we want to do a vinyl version. Last year we did a resin version, which was like two inches tall. And those, uh, the response was of like, Ghost Boner. Ghost Boner, yes, was better than <laughs> expected. So uh, we want to kind of like go further with it. And uh, 
just do stuff like that. People are always like, hey, do you have any toy ideas? And I just don't have the time to commit to it. Now, here's the toy idea I had. Here's a ghost boner. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Shit. It's so stupid. I <laughs> I want to make enough money to say I bought a used car with it. Like, this is the car that the, <laughs> the ghost boner bought. Boner. And then I could paint it on the hood or something. Boner right? mobile. Yes. Yeah. The, it could be a Bonneville. We'll just call it the Bonerville. Right. The Bonerville. The, it's like Flavor Town. I don't even. What do you mean when you say a vinyl version? Like an actual record with just the ghost boner oh, yeah. on it? Oh, this is funny. Um, do you know who Frank Kozik is? No. Okay. He, uh, in the early 2000s, had a record label called uh, Man's Ruin. Uh, like Caius, Fu Manchu, uh, Nebula. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. He kind of broke a lot of those bands and released them first, even like Turbo Negro, a um, bunch of other bands, and uh, probably did stuff with the Melvins too, I'm sure. But uh, a friend of mine was visiting me in San Diego uh, at the Comic-Con one year. He's like, hey, you know, what's going on? I was like, Frank Kozik's here. He's like, oh, is he selling records? I was like, no, he does vinyl toys now. So that's just what it reminds me of. Like a lot of people listening to music may not collect other things other than music. Or guns. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or bongs, you know. Or Cobain. Yeah. Uh, so. Um, Where were we? Uh, so, yeah, like vinyl toys are, uh, they start, like, they started in Japan and they were called Kaiju. And uh, they started in the 60s with, like, Ultraman and Godzilla and stuff like that. And then they became more popular and they made it to the United States. And I I don't know how old you guys are in your 50s, right? Yes. 60s? Yes. yes. So you know this. Uh, and um, like when I was a kid, my older brother had like, you know, the Godzilla that like his fists like fired or the Ultron or anything like that. And that's kind of where it came from. Or you think of like Power Rangers and right, shit. Right. Um, so vinyl toys became very popular in the uh, in the 90s and early 2000s, thanks to people like Frank Kozik or even Pusshead. Pusshead does his own version he does his own vinyl toys mostly now and he does really well with it so pusshead was the the main artist for metallica forever so you guys that's where i know their name yeah and then he did he did stuff for rush and soundgarden and a bunch of like shitty hardcore bands you know um even the misfits so uh yeah. Anyway, vinyl toys. Where was I going? With this? <laughs> what asking, what yeah. is a vinyl toy? Is this, is this just like an action figure? Pretty much. Uh, just meant vinyl is vinyl is a material, not a record. Yeah. yeah. So it's. Uh, God, I don't even know how to like simplify it. It's an overpriced toy. Ooh. Um, so like I'll with vinyl one. toys. Um, should we all just pound it on the table? Yeah. Glenn, with all the fucking noises. Um, should we all just pound on the table? <laughs> When the guest is giving like you Blue shit. Man yeah. <laughs> Blue Man Group. Stop the damn hammer. <laughs> um, so vinyl toys are basically like within the collector vinyl toy world, what you do is you release like 10 copies of a toy in a certain colorway and you know you make them very limited. So you're not trying to release like thousands like you would find at like a toy store like Target or Toys R Us. Sure. But this is more for um, people that just have really fucked up ideas and can make it into a toy. And every year it gets easier to take your fucked up ideas and make it into a business, you know, kind of like podcasts, guys. Sure. uh, That's a great idea. We should think about that, Brian. Um, With the why? (laughs) Uh, So 
yeah, that's basically Vinyl Toys. So, um, like, I think in 2011, uh, I started a company with a friend of mine named Justin Jewett called Metacrypt, and we just yeah, did, right. like, HP Lovecraft, like, versions of, or I we took our love for HP Lovecraft and shitty metal and uh, shitty, like, horror movies and made uh, toys out of that. And that did really well. And the Ghost Runner doesn't really fit in with the the whole evil, you know, uh, cool Lovecraftian. Yes, there's nothing evil or cool about it. And um, so as I decided to just, uh, well, UVD uh, suggested that we just make a toy out of it. And I had no idea. I was like, yeah, sure, fuck it. And it did really well. Uh, so like every other month, we release like a, a different colorway of the toy in resin. So this year. We want to do vinyl because there's more you can do with it. You can make it bigger and um, you can get it into store, like not like Target, but more like specialty stores. Sure. Um, Sounds like something like be like comic book stores. And right. Stuff that's got yeah. Like, yeah. Or uh, record stores like. Yeah. Thunder Pussycat. Mag- <laughs> Thunder Pussycat. <laughs> oh. Magnolia Thunder Pussy. Uh, I don't like that record shop, man. I'm sorry. Oh, no. yeah? Every time I go in there, mm-hmm. just either. Somebody was just a dick, or uh, their selection sucked. I'm sorry. Uh, great name, just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. Nailed the name customer service. Yeah. Well, they got something going for them. Yeah. Uh, there was always one dude I would see all the time. He was such an asshole. I know. I'm, Clint. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Clint. Yeah. No, it wasn't he me. He would always be I've at O'Reilly's. And, uh, <laughs> right? Is that a bar? Yeah. Or the carport yeah. part store? That too. Oh. Uh, no. It's a bar. Three jobs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's pretty much Final Toys. You can kind of, like, make all these monsters or kind of do whatever you want. And they're so, they are difficult to make. So that is why um, they cost so much. And that's why, com- you know, people will just release, like, you know, 10 copies of one version. Right. And do stuff like that. Because uh, there really isn't a huge audience. It's more of a... A uh, labor of love, you know. Speaking of which, I'm assuming you're sold out of the uh, the you, they, whichever, whatever the way, way I'm supposed Gender to phrase fluid? it says. Is that what we're getting? Is sold out of the <laughs> glow in the dark ghost boner. Uh, yeah, I think those are sold out. Um, they have the we have the Christmas ones. I wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the. Was uh, there a anyways, wreath on we'll the talk boner? about that later. Uh, no, but there was a hat. Uh-huh. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, what was the? I'm gonna bring this back to Sonic Temple so we can do the. Uh, the giveaway thing real quick. Okay. And then but before I halfway, for, before so. I forget, forget. What was the fucking rush story? The, the Neil Pert Oh, Paul Rudd. Paul we were Rudd. About Ghost the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, we should do that first. Okay. But since we're already kind of at a pause, I'm gonna go fucking drain the bag. You have a colostomy bag? <laughs> All right. Good movie. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Ghostbusters is still a good movie. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Ghost what about Bus- the girl re- redo? Is that, that is that good for you? No, nah, I don't think we. It seemed like a bunch that. of men try to write for women. A girl who, movie, yeah. Who've never talked to women, <laughs> or even like had a sister or a wife or a mom, so, or even a niece. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> no aunts. They're like, either. this is what women want, right? You know. <laughs> so before a little behind baseball here, before we started recording, uh, the Bryans and I were in a conversation that led to. Ghostbusters, it started with Ghost Boner, Ghost Boner turned into Ghostbusters, 
and then Paul Rudd and talking about the new movie. Oh, yeah. And that's where I'm going to ask Brian with an I, Brian Ewing, to pick up. Uh, so um, we're backstage at Rush's concert at Madison Square Garden for the Clockwork Angels. Which is timely in a couple of manners. But... Yeah. Uh, so the only reason why I'm back there is uh, my one of my best friends, Norma Taraya, who's an animator, um, did a lot of work for them. And we're, I was living in New York then. And she's like, hey, you want to go see Rush at the Garden? I was like, no. <laughs> when I was a kid, I had to listen to Rush 60 times a day because the radio station had like five records. Right. And one of them was Rush. And it just, in, in Dark Side of the Moon. So I really, I was just exhausted on that. Um, so we went. And uh, so the reason why we went is Norma did a bunch of animation for their live show. Did some artwork for some of their single releases. She animated, um, what's that album? Moving Pictures. Yes. Um, so she animated that album cover for that show, for that for that tour, and then did a bunch of other animations for tours previous and tours after. He's making weird fucking noises now. <laughs> you can't hear that. <laughs> and uh, so uh, she invited me and. Uh, their manager was like, hey, Norma, you know, the band wants to meet you. And I was like, oh, I can just hang back here. She's like, no, you're coming with. I was like, all right. So I got to meet Getty Lee, Neil Pert, and the guitarist whose name I can never remember. Alex Lifeson. That guy. Um, seeing photos of them when they were younger, Getty Lee was just cursed. He was just an ugly person. I'm sorry. <laughs> Poor guy. He's a genius. And like, I think it might still be. I, I think it is. It's he's still... like Ron Perlman. The older <laughs> he gets, the more he grows into his face. So he <laughs> looks normal. I don't know. Uh, some people, man. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, he wasn't trying to get by on his looks. Yeah, no. uh, he's actually very creative. But uh, um, so we got to go backstage and meet them, which was totally bizarre because I didn't understand how big Rush really was. Because um, right before we went back, they like gave us like fifth row center. And uh, some dudes like looking at my um, backstage like laminate thing. And uh, he's like, hey, man, I'll give you 500 bucks for that. I was like, I really can't sell this, <laughs> you know, because my friend will kick my ass because she invited me. And so uh, Sold. there were so many. Basically, there's a bunch of like dads and their sons playing air drums or air bass right. the whole time like it was when i would not watch the band i'd watch the crowd and you just see a bunch of like dudes air drumming and does air bass and air drums motions yes yes <laughs> uh insert here um so uh we go backstage and got to meet the guys they were really nice and drank a lot of their beer and uh paul rudd was back there just kind of like deep throating a carrot he <laughs> had a, <laughs> There's a new toy for you. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Rudd, deep throat. <laughs> deep throating a carrot. Hold on, Clint's gotta, <laughs> gotta compose himself. <laughs> so the other weird thing is there's all these <laughs> the like older people and they're still hanging on to their rock and roll cred. I don't know if they were famous or not, but they're wearing like the leather pants and had the wrinkly skin and but they're still rock and roll. It was amazing. So Norma and I were like the youngest people back there. It was really funny. Um, but meeting Neil Pert was really nice. He was such a genuine person. And he uh, treated Norma so well. And he was really nice to me, too. Because normally, like, when I'm dealing with, a, like, w when I'm 
it's not like I'm backstage all the time, but if I am, it's going to be about what work I did for that band. And, you know, there's a tension on me. It was really nice to just hold my friend's coat and not say anything and watch her, you know, get that attention. Cool. Um, And uh, so, uh, yeah, Paul Red's back there just kind of like just he looked like a chipmunk full of carrots. He just (laughs) going crazy on the the little uh, salad thing. Um, Did you talk to him? I I tried. I'm he like, was hey, too busy eating. Yeah, he's just he's like Ant Man. What's up, dude? <laughs> Free Ant Man. <laughs> this oh. is a. Uh, I don't even know what he was doing, but uh, <laughs> it was the uh, I love you, man phase because uh. they that would have been uh, when they were yeah. So they did an intro to the concert, and then he was there backstage afterwards. So that was really cool. Tie it all together, yeah. Yeah, uh, and there was a point where <laughs> we were going to. Go with Rush to another city on their jet, <laughs> and there was bad weather, so we couldn't go. And I was kind of thankful because, like, I don't want to die in a plane crash with Rush. I don't know; it just didn't no, seem no, ideal. That may, that, or anyone else for that matter. Yeah, well, true, true. You know, anyone else, or you know, look, I did the same thing everybody else did when you know it was announced that Neil passed. I went back and, I, and you know, there's more Rush songs. I'll I tell like. you, I didn't do whatever you did. I, I, there's more Rush songs I like than I thought there was. But I don't want more than anything. I think what you don't want to say is I didn't want to see Rush two nights in a row. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be exhausting. Um, but because of the work that Norma did with them and taking me to the show, I began to appreciate them. Like I didn't because um, you hear Tom Sawyer and you're just like, oh, fucking skips. Me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because that was the only song they'd play or Limelight or something. But um, I think because of that movie, I Love You, Man. And because of Norma's work with them, I had an appreciation, and uh, I was glad I, I did it afterwards. Not but bad. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, going to the dentist or therapy. You don't want to go, and then you do it, and you're like, oh, oh, that no. is actually very <laughs> good my for me. Damn tooth. I have teeth now. Yeah. yeah. You know, I can eat on both sides. Not a legend. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so uh, just got to go back there and just hang out with everybody, and it was totally bizarre, you know. I don't know. Uh, very cool. It's, it's very cool no matter it's what. It's not something's like, you know, tell me the Rush story. Right. You know? it, but at the same time, it, it not only is it timely, but it is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And those guys are, whether or not they're any of our particular flavor, they're clearly very talented fucking people. It's uh, one of those bands that you wouldn't have XYZ, not the band XYZ, they sucked. Um, <laughs> uh, you wouldn't have, you know, band a band B C or whatever without Rush. You know, there right. are certain yeah, things that were you wouldn't have fucking yeah. Mastodon without Rush. Yeah. You wouldn't have these catalysts that kind of got other people to want to be musicians and to try to imitate them but then have their own style. Yeah. Flavor and on, be yeah. better. Right. <laughs> oh man. It, uh, I'm not you have to respect where you know the origins of things. But yeah, well that's that's what's really good about myself, see, is I can think something is garbage, but also nod and say it's fantastic. It's just not fantastic for me. Sure, sure. Rush. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, wouldn't buy a shirt or anything. Right. No, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, I obviously, rush story, so obviously, the um, I, Paul wait, Pert guy, hey, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> but I, this, this is show sixty four or five or something. It's <laughs> a reflex, man. It's a reflex. Anyways, real quick, moment of silence for Frank Pert. All right, what? All right. what Paul Pert, <laughs> Frank, Frank. Frank Neil Pert. You guys are going to get haunted. <laughs> yeah. The, 
<laughs> if if it's it's but <laughs> he's gonna have to get in line. Yeah, um, quick side note here: Have you ever seen somebody wearing a rush shirt that fit? I don't oh, think, it's too small. I, I think it's always because they bought it. It's in always 1974. You know, seventy nine <laughs> that they're still wearing in ninety four two thousand. Because they didn't make any more after that, right? No, they still made them. God damn it, Clint! Uh, you know what? Obviously, I know they still made rush shirts. As much as I'd love to make fun of them. They probably they're just huge fans. So you got to just be like, all right, man, cool. Because look at what you're wearing. Look at what you're wearing. Look at what I'm wearing. You're not even wearing a band T-shirt. I know. I'm God, a loser. You're so suburban. I am. <laughs> I'm Metro. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Metro. <laughs> is that the Goodfellows section from Target? This is this is called a this is called a Henley. Okay. Don it's, Henley. It's a <laughs> it's a uh, thermal that you wear man. on the outside. <laughs> That's for young people who are buff and skinny. What are you doing? Uh, I'm neither of those three things. <laughs> I'm, I'm living in the past, man. <laughs> living in the limelight. Sorry. Uh, rush song. Tied it together. The clan to call it. I was a rush song. Uh, <laughs> yeah, as much as you want to, like, even Slipknot or... Uh, no, not even Motley Slipknot. Crew. Especially Slipknot. <laughs> I never listened to them because they wore masks. And I was like, well, that looks stupid. <laughs> and then I heard their music. I was like, if it, they didn't have... Well, the masks, they would, I would really enjoy this. Right. Like his voice would sound better not singing through a hole in a... And yet Stone Sour still doesn't work. <laughs> sometimes you judge a band by their fans. And, you know, uh, yes. and that happens. Yeah, but, no, uh, for sure. Uh, if someone's just like loving Rush and wearing a, a fucking small when it should be a 3XL, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is a safe place. This is, is a yeah. safe place where you can get made fun of and be okay with it and make fun of other people and know that they're going to be okay with it. I know I get but made not care fun of. that they're not. Yeah, I know I get made fun of, so I'm totally gonna fucking make fun of people. Exactly. Show me, right. show me who makes fun of you. I will kick them square in the pert. Brian brought his A game today. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I talked over that. <laughs> oh God! Uh, we're we're so gonna yeah. bring. Okay, I'm gonna try to bring this back to some form of. Uh, sure. And say, uh, back to Sonic Temple. Yeah. Wow, with the segues. Yes. Thanks for t- stealing my thunder, Clint. Uh, there's a bag of dicks right over there. You can eat them. <laughs> how, do you, how do you? One at a time? You get three or four? I figure you go by the handful. Chopsticks? You look hungry. <laughs> we'll ask Ant-Man. <laughs> <laughs> the, Sorry, uh, Paul Rudd. <laughs> who, this is going to tie into two giveaways here. Listen that close. We'll obviously be posted on the socials, but if you're hearing it here, you won't need that. Brian Ewing, Sonic Temple 2019. Who was the band that you... We need one band here, so you can pick whichever way you want to go with it. Most anticipated or most enjoyed? And I'm pretty sure the answer is both. Um, The same answer works for both. Whatever. uh, I really wanted to see Action Bronson. Oh, I did not. Because it's just so bizarre that they would, you know... I. What they're trying to do is really bring, make it more uh, inviting, you know, instead of just like, oh, we're just going to do metal. We're going to bring in some hip hop. You know, we're going to have graffiti guys. We're going to, you know, we're going to have the cult play. And most of those people had never heard of the cult, even right. though Sonic Temple's named after it. So Action Bronson, I wanted to see, but he canceled. Mark Lanigan, I didn't have time because I was, I had to run my booth. And then uh, watching the cult play, which was really awesome. You know, I There's the I grew in, I grew up on uh, skateboarding, and uh, the Cult was actually one of those big skateboarding bands from the '80s, like when they would do skate videos on VHS, which all the kids yeah. love now. Um, 
The Cult was one of those bands on the soundtrack. And uh, if you go back and listen to some of their music, it's really evil. It's just done well. Right. So, and the bass player follows me on Instagram, so I thought that was cool. And then and double down. So the cult is yeah. your answer. The, the cult Keyword. is the answer. We'll get you into uh, a, a chance to win weekend passes for 2020 Sonic Temple and some fucking super sweet Brian Ewing, Ewing who, art. You want to know who's at the Sonic Temple Festival in 2020? I do. Okay, we'll tell you right now. Sonic Temple Art and Music Festival, May 15th through the 17th. Two sets, two nights of Metallica. Slipknot. The return of Evanescence. With Deftones, Beneath the Horizon, Stained, Rancid, Cypress Hill, The Pretty Reckless, Anthrax, Royal Blood, and more. Weekend and single day passes on sale now. Go to SonicTempleFestival.com. See ya at the Temple. And there you have it. Wow. <laughs> this, this stuff. That was a commercial. Really this, that was a commercial yeah. we just played. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you've done this before. Yeah. I love it. Whoa. When you guys, uh, was it 20 watt that you were interviewing? Clint did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked how, and uh, now Clint's going to go down into the basement. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good. <laughs> we, we put a lot of effort in, you know, and by co- in coordinating this stuff, and by a lot we mean None. no. No, you guys have gotten a lot better. <laughs> you know, it's not that you sucked, but you can't get any worse. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can only go up. Yes, unless you're Brian and Clint. Then you we can, can only go horizontal. horizontal. Yes. We just spread out. <laughs> we just melt out. I like to go lateral. You know? <laughs> We're very lateral. Not very a lateral people. I'm a slider. <laughs> so we've rambled for forty four minutes. Forty four minutes now about. 2019 and sideways stories there you've got notes here is yeah. there anything you want to get to uh the, well, anything you want to get to that's going to tie into 2020 because that's um, where i'm going i'll be a guest artist at sonic temple again yeah and then uh i'll say louder than life louder on than the life. on the fucking flyer this guy saw his name I on the too. fucking flyer I did too. brian ewing it's d-w-i-n-g uh, yeah so that's pretty cool that is cool go ahead finish that up um i am Talking to them about doing some art projects. We'll see if they happen. I can't really mention it until it actually does, uh, which would be cool. Um, and that's kind of uh, the music festival that I'm doing. I would like to do Aftershock. We'll see if... Uh, you hear that, Aftershock? My boss yeah. says it's okay. <laughs> A.K.A. the girlfriend. You hear um, that, Andrea? <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrea. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then uh then talking to anthrax about a project but i got nothing to show for it right now <laughs> that's a really cool fucking thing though um hopefully the the idea behind it is which uh, i can't talk about so shut up it's very <laughs> great and once you once Beep. it can be talked about Beep. it will yeah. be awesome and yes. you'll hear about it yeah it's like kill bill um so shut up uh up shut it been talking to Bauhaus. Uh, a buddy of mine uh, works with them, so he's kind of putting me in touch. And then uh, my Chemical Romance, uh, I did work for them yeah. like 20 years ago. And then, and then the uh, anniversary thing. And last year after our interview, I had to basically go straight home and do a three-page, like, I had to do three full-page illustrations for Kerrang! magazine for wow. my Chemical Romance. And Gerard Way, who um, Umbrella Academy had just uh, premiered, so they were doing like a huge. They were 
they devoted an issue to him and they had me do like the back cover and a poster. And so I, I had like a week to do like three full page illustrations, which I almost killed myself. over. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just, you know, some of this stuff may not actually materialize. Who knows? Uh, oddly enough, like sometimes I don't know. I have a project until a week before, you know, that's just how it works. Cause I don't know. Like some people might think posters look cool, but in music industry, it's not the first thing they think of. You know, it's like right. You know, we have to book this tour before we make the stupid poster. Right. You know. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna start begging all my clients for work. You know. (laughs) And you had a uh, you're you're moving up in the tattoo world, right? You said. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be finishing up my apprenticeship pretty soon. Um, Which is how long was that? That's that's pretty cool for people that are into tattooing and know what that takes and what that means. Well, a lot of people uh, can finish it in six months or two years or whatever. I think I've been on it for three years because the last year um, I started seeing improvements. And so I just wanted to kind of stay there and learn as much as I could before they pushed me out of the nest. You know why? Because you're an artist. You're about the art, not the money. That's why the people get hurry up and like, yeah, oh, I'm yeah. ready to go. Like, no, I'm not ready. I want to keep doing this until I'm, uh, there's a big difference. Yeah. There. There's a lot of guilt, you know, like yeah. you don't want to fuck someone up too bad. And <laughs> right. And I, if you do, I you want it to be with, a low price. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, hey, man, you know, <laughs> that's all you pay. You know what you're paying for. <laughs> I'm an apprentice, so this is your loss, uh, <laughs> my gain. Um, and I work with two really amazing artists, Mike Moses and uh, uh, Emmanuel Mendoza. So, like, I want to be able to kind of be on their level. So, they've kind of set a bar really high without doing it purposely. I just want to, like, be up there, you know. To me, that's like a point of pride is to do good work, you know, because whenever I'm the oldest person there, but I'm the youngest tattooer, right? you know, meaning that I haven't tattooed that long. So when people walk in, they see me, the long hair, the beard, they think I own the place, (laughs) but it's the youngest guy, Mike, who owns the place. And uh, so there's, you know, it's pretty funny to watch. So I would. What's the shop? uh, It's called Cauldron Tattoo. Uh, It's uh, here in Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. Ohio. Wow. Stereo. (laughs) Ohio, Ohio. Um. Yeah. Timely. Timely. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming up. Oh yes. I yes. believe you have something to do with that. So, Very romantic as you are. Aside from doing dumb shit like ghost boners, and um, I do. Uh, I can't not laugh on some doing shit. ghost boners. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this ghost boner in general. I have to laugh every they're time. They're gonna name a dance because I'm twelve that, and a drink. I swear. <laughs> and a drink. Oh, uh, we'll fix that real quick. Um, it's gotta have whiskey and probably something cherries. Stiff. Yeah. Yes. And oh, those, a little uh, little carrot there you at the go. bottom. <laughs> that would be the rud. <laughs> this is the rud. <laughs> uh, puddle of rud. I don't know. That's what we could call it. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. Yes. Uh, copyright. <laughs> trademark. Um, Patent pending. Yes. So uh, I do uh, like greeting cards or Valentine cards, which are very, you know, tongue in cheek. No pun intended. I mean, you can if you want. But, Sometimes fun and You can if you want. Um, but yeah, so uh, every year, like I just, for Valentine's, I release these cards and they do really well because they're a lot different than what you would see at Target or, right. you know, the gas station, I guess. Um, so yeah, just do stuff like that. It doesn't make me a lot of money. It's just very fun, you know, because it's not a poster and I can just be uh, a sarcastic jerk, you know, and and... You know, there's an audience for that, so that's fun. Um, yeah, uh, uh, trying to finish that up this weekend, um, and yeah, that's I don't know. <laughs> that's 
That's plenty enough. Jesus. I mean, what, Clint? What do you think? What do you mean? What? You, you were getting you were getting ready to talk and you sat back like you're going to fart exactly, or something? I sat back because I can't say it. Go ahead. What can't you say? No, I can't. Say what you can't say. I can't say it. That's the point. <laughs> Who's on first? Who? What? You want to talk about that? Who's man? On? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to be doing uh, uh, conventions again this year. Uh, New York Comic Con with Jason Edmiston, um, everybody's favorite Comedian. Um, Officially, yes. Uh, what else? Uh, Since Russia isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah true, true. Um, Shit. You got anything local coming up? Silence Not really, no. Uh, it's uh, the funny thing with like tattooing and posters is people in the city know I tattoo. They just have no idea I do posters. And it doesn't, it doesn't take much to find out. People just don't. So it's like kind of fun. <laughs> right. You don't have any hanging in your little cube no, thing? Like, no, no way, man. No. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you promote your you shit. You listen that's, to your album every day? That is, what do you call it? Porn. Hustle porn right there. Not really. Yeah. That's more... Uh, Ugh, it's it's like a high school art show. You just stand by your artwork all day, waiting to get you know, just waiting to collect compliments. <laughs> I did this, waiting yes. to collect compliments. Yeah, that's a good album uh, title. But um, no, nothing really local, I guess. But it's only January, so things can come up where that'll change. Um, Would you paint me nude? No, is the answer. No, I can paint you without skin. didn't have pencil. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Yes, <laughs> I can paint you without yeah. skin. Um, uh, if we can get all our ducks in a row, uh, Sonic Temple wants to do a flash day at Cauldron, um, where there's like, uh, uh, Sonic Temple centric, uh, tattoo flash that we design and we'll do it for like, you know, like a hundred bucks or something like that. So we have to kind of finish putting that together, which is on me, I guess. Um, <laughs> Put that, write that down so you remember you yeah, do that. <laughs> I'm finishing up a project for Creature Skateboards. I did some stuff for uh, them. I know, I know them. Really? I know you know something? Yeah. That's, that's like, amazing. That's, like that's why I have to, that's a, Holy shit. Hey, I skated for a long time. Really? You talk skateboards. Oh, I talk awesome. all day. I oh, still have okay. my skateboard. Independent trucks, World Industry Wheels, Blank Deck. I got it all, man. Dude, I never skateboarded, and I know those fucking names. I would love to popular. get back into it. And I, probably because of me. I don't want to die. I can still do it. I can still, I can still board slide, ollie, shove it. Skate the bowls. I can still do it all. I'm 37 years old. That's off to me. Collect and the comments. This concludes. <laughs> this concludes the Brian can still skate compliment hour. Yeah. Hell yeah. Have you seen me, me skating? Now you're gonna post all these right VHS sending me videos, videos to put on fucking. Yeah. I have them. I'll get them out. <laughs> That'll be the first music video for Incident. <laughs> there you go. Just you wiping out. <laughs> oh my god, you ruined it. <laughs> Fuck. But it's got to be you fucking up all the time, just like I, I was a perfect skateboarder. I never sure. fucked up. Uh-huh. So. All right, videos canceled. The uh, the, there might be a an edit here if you want to make a marker. Boop. I know the 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 Hammett thing had its ups and downs. Do you want to go through that? Uh, I can say the nice stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to hear the end of it because last last time you and I talked, they'd gotten back to you and <laughs> you were kind of. I got a guitar. I haven't opened it yet. Yeah. I was so just pissed. <laughs> can I have it? No. Oh. I have that. some good stories with that. So, uh, you know. If you guys want to talk about Let's it. Let's do it. Um, is there anything key on there that you want to get to? Or is this? Um, I think just mentioning the tattooing, you know, finishing up the apprenticeship and going full time and still being full time with the posters, uh, doing uh, Sonic Temple and Louder Than Life so far, and then doing the conventions 
Um, it's only January, so right. I don't get to plan my whole year out in advance as much as I'd like to, right. you know? Um, so we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it for, for 2020 t- today, but as next of, week will be different. Right. You know, as of whatever the hell today is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Kirk, wham it. Right. Right. <laughs> um, do you got, you want to leave it there, or you want to try to bring it back in? So he's talking about. Can you can you pick it up like with the way stuff he phrased all that stuff? Or? Yeah, just talk about okay, it. Okay, fine. Uh, th- then we'll bring it into the Hammett thing here. I'm right. not going to edit any of all that. Yeah, right. drop the Hammett. Yeah, drop the Hammett. Drop the fucking Hammett. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. So you did something super cool there with uh, again Metallica getting the name drops here. Not only because they're on Sonic Temple this year, not only because they're fucking Metallica, not only because whatever other reason they came up earlier. But you did uh, Kirk's horror gallery. Horror gallery. What'd you call him? Uh, Kirk's horror gallery. Easy for thing. me to say. Easy for me to say. In uh, Toronto, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, Canada. It's called It's Alive. And yes. uh, um, well, the story being uh, uh, his manager. Every every member of the band has their own manager and lawyer and accountant. And then the band has their manager, lawyer, and accountant. Group thing. Um, Even social media people, stuff like that, they all have their own. And then the band has their version, too. So uh, his management had asked me, um, were telling me about what they were trying to do. And um, they had hit me up because um, I had just done the poster. I had done a Metallica poster for... The H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, his... uh, Kirk's management hit me up and um, I had shown him the uh, the HP Lovecraft and they showed it to him. He was really psyched. And they're like, hey, Metallica is going to be playing in Cincinnati in a couple of days. This is last January. Yeah. And it's I, like, I got to pick, go ahead. 20 below. And, uh, you know, so I asked Andre, I was like, hey, do you, do you want to go? He's like, yeah, sure. Um, we had seen him before and uh, say what you want about them, good or bad. Their live shows are amazing. Absolutely. I have nothing um, but good things to say about them. Because they give you all the hits, you know. You don't have to, you know, deal with any, like, you know. Uh, I, I'm, not, yeah, I'm not scared to say that I am super excited to see yeah. what they do with two different fucking sets. Uh, they have enough good music to spread it out, I'm Fuck sure. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, yes, it, it, the way you phrase it is perfect. Say what you will, good or bad, they're still fucking Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have a following. I want to see anybody make anything really good and maintain that for what 30 40 years no. you can't no you can't even like stay That's... the same weight that long you know <laughs> you know like we we put a lot of expectations on people that we couldn't even keep ourselves Never. you know yeah so um uh what was i saying so uh cincinnati and it's cold so we're in cincinnati and um this is a long story guys uh so we're in cincinnati and they gave us like really good seats. So they had like a square stage and they put us on one of the corners and, um, you know, they're playing like a song and I'm just kind of like, you know, doing the looking around at the crowd. It's packed, you know, it's, it's a, a hockey stadium, I think, or basketball, um, whatever, uh, just really packed. And I'm just kind of like doing the scanning the whole crowd, crowd just like watching. being amazed by it and just seeing everybody kind of move in unison. And um, I get back to the stage and uh, Kirk's waving, you know, and I'm just like, 
put out my hand like, hey. Hi. You know? uh, and Andrea was just shooting video at the time, and we got on video, which was funny. But um, I was just like, well, that was weird. He was probably like waving to the crowd or somebody behind me. Bob um, behind me. We were like three rows from the stage. It was They really took care of us, gave us really good seats. And uh, his manager uh, sends me a text. She's like, hey, stay after the show. And I'm like, well, they're going to kick us out. We don't have any kind of, you know, backstage. Yes. And she's like, no, just stay. And uh, his bodyguard, they all have bodyguards, um, will, uh, he'll, he'll grab you and they'll take you backstage. And I was like, okay. Grab you in the good way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, which good way? It's everywhere. Quit interrupting. Now. Now. Oh, okay. Oh, so uh, we, you know, uh, I get to take Andrea and my friend Tony, who did the Making It documentary. I got a burp. <laughs> um, Staying in. <laughs> that could be your commercial. Intro. Yes. Uh-huh. Let's make a song out of that. Um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we got to go backstage, and we were just kind of like talking and uh there's this other dude who worked for like hasbro or something and he's got his kids with him and um these kids are wearing like vintage metallica shirts that are probably like two three hundred dollars and um he's giving kirk all these gifts and kirk's like brian come over come over here and i'm like okay yeah you know i'm just kind of standing there he's like hey mr guy from hasbro this is brian ewing he also makes toys and the guy's like yeah whatever (laughs) you know like this guy is basically blowing him with gifts you know and i'm like well i'm not doing that i didn't bring anything you know like (laughs) i got like some gum or you know some keys (laughs) i can give him Um, really need yeah uh so i'm just kind of like just kicking it just hanging out and um this guy you know eventually kirk's just like hold on dude brian how you been you know and i was like oh pretty good i was like hey man i just uh you know i just got hit up to do a Metallica post. He's like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, I want to do HP Lovecraft. He's like, perfect. And then, you know, like uh, a couple of days later, I ended up finishing the poster and all that stuff. Um, so we kind of talked then and he's like, um, I want to talk to you later. You know, we're thinking about a project. I was like, all right, cool, cool. You know, and then we took a photo and then we left and it was like 20 below out and we're all just right freezing our asses off and just like holy shit did that just happen I, just I, a I, casual I, convo with i woke up to that photo at like five o'clock <laughs> in the morning <laughs> the next day like yeah fuck, man this dude's life is so much cooler <laughs> it's, it's really not uh <laughs> i spend more time alone working than i do at you know parties or shows you're or not anything. you're not this now you're making it even better yeah, for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds uh, beautiful uh it's yeah it's really it's not as rock and roll as everybody wants to think. Uh, but uh, prior to that, we were in Chicago, and his management hit us up, and they're like, hey, how far do you live? And it's like, oh, five hours. She's like, come on down. Let's have dinner. I was like, okay. And I've known his management for years, and even before they were his management. And um, so we thought we are just going to have dinner with her. And uh, we're like a half hour away from meeting up with him. And she's like, hey, is it cool if I bring some people? We're like, yeah, fine, whatever. It ends up being Kirk and Rob, and it was no big deal. It was really fucking weird, and <laughs> there were dudes from Heavy Metal magazine there. Um, and uh, same thing; those guys were, you know, like we have all these gifts. You know, we're gonna ask you all these questions. So I just kind of hung back, and I was like, I cannot. I'm not gonna compete with this because it would just get weird, right? You know? Like, look at me. <laughs> um, so. Uh, we just kind of hung out with them. Uh, we had like this crazy dinner at like a Michelin rated restaurant that they totally paid for, which was great. 
And um, I think uh, his management wanted Kirk to meet me and see if, like, you know, if if there was a chance that we could work together. Um, you know, it it comes down to doesn't matter if you're good. It's do I get along with you? You know, that kind of thing. Right. So uh, we did that. Had a great time with them. You know, took some photos then. And uh, like some of the wait staff thought I was in a band and were asking to take <laughs> photos with me. Like one guy's like, this guy's like pitcher? singer for Macedon. Yeah, yes. I, I play the triangle. <laughs> yes. Uh, this guy's like pitcher, and I'm like, I thought he was talking about a pitcher of water. I was like, no, man, we're good. He's like, no, can I get a picture with you? I was like, oh, I'm not who you think I am. They are who you think they are. <laughs> you know, he's like, the no, people I wanna... that you recognize. Yeah. He's like, no, I want a photo with you. And I'm like, sorry, okay. <laughs> um, so fast forward, go to the Metallica show, had a great time, and then um, started working with them. Uh, he uh, he owns a huge collection of movie memorabilia, you know, like posters, props. He's had uh, like um, like like Madame Tussauds, like wax sculptures. He's had one made of uh, Boris Karloff and Bela Lugosi. So he's got like all this really cool shit. And he needs, you know, like anybody with that kind of stuff. It's like, well, how do I write this off? I'm just going to make, you know, uh, an exhibit. So he did something. I think he did one or two before that, one in California and one in Salem, Massachusetts. So the third time it was going to be in Toronto, Canada at the Royal Ontario Museum. And, uh, which I can never pronounce. You nailed it. Thank you. Uh, and this is all right. Uh, so <laughs> um, they had an idea where uh, they're like, you know, we want to include the museum in the in the poster. And what do you think would work? So I was trying to look through it, and the that anatomic style that I have. Uh, once I I started get, feeling like I had painted myself into a corner, and I didn't know where to go with it, so I stopped using it. And that's when people want to hire you to do it. As soon as you're like done with it, they hire you. So I was like, all right, fuck it. You know, they wanted um, me to do a portrait of Kirk in that style. And um, I had suggested, I got it wrong. I had suggested like, what about um, like, let me do the anatomical thing, but then let me do just like straight up illustration. And so I thought it'd be cool to kind of like a Godzilla movie where there's this huge monster looming over the city. Um, but instead, it was the Royal Ontario Museum, which is like this weird uh, Frank Gehry, like crumpled can kind of architecture. Uh, it's considered like the ugliest building in Toronto. It's just so weird. Uh, it's just such a weird thing. It looks like crystal shards everywhere. Um, so uh, I knew that Kirk really liked Nosferatu. Like, uh, and Nosferatu is one of my favorite characters as well. So at first I had like sent them like sketches of Kirk as a skeleton, like looming over and they're like, nah, he doesn't really want himself since we're doing the portrait. And, uh, this is still not sure if they even want it. So I did one of Nosferatu over the Royal Ontario museum. And there we go. Staying in. Um, uh, so it went from being one poster to two. They got really excited about that, which was a lot of fun. They ended up using the artwork for, uh, his cover band called the Wedding Band, right? And he, Rob Trujillo from Metallica, um, and the other guys whose names I can't remember. One's from Ugly Kid Joe, the singer. Uh, another guy, Whitfield Crane. Yes, uh, the drummer from Queens of the Stone Age in Danzig, I think. Uh, Castillo. Yes, and then uh, a third guitar or a second guitar player whose name I 
he was kind of at it at the last minute. I can't remember his name, but anyway, um, so it ended up getting used for that, and uh, it was kind of weird. So they flew us out to Canada, and we got to like uh, tour, you know, the exhibit and stuff like that, which is really, really awesome. So if you guys get a chance, um, they just announced the new one. I don't remember where it's at, so you have to look it up. Um, but that's going to be happening soon. Uh, I'm not involved with it, but it's still really rad. Uh, so they, we got a tour of the thing. It's really amazing. There's like original Frazetta paintings, all these original posters wow. and of course, guitars and, you know, videos of Kirk talking and other crazy stuff. Um, they gave us like the VIP treatment. It was so cool. And then they had my shit hanging up there, which was really bizarre. Like, I, this I, belongs in a museum. <laughs> you know? I, 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 I was curious to find out about, and I, I'd made note here with your style and all that, and I, I love how it tied together there with the Hammett thing, where the, you know the original artwork and the exoskeleton thing. It. I don't know where I'm going with. It. I don't either. I don't either. All right. Okay. It, I, I I'm, another beer. <laughs> I can do that. Um. Yeah. No. The, the uh, both pieces are really fucking cool. Uh. All the exoskeleton stuff I enjoy as I look at the Barton, Bart Simpson one. Maybe I don't need another one. No, no, no. Maybe not. Uh, but uh, at the same time, you know, some of your more recent stuff there with the Mastodon and the uh, band whose name I can never fucking remember that I don't actually listen to, the uh, the mermaid stuff. The Dirty Head stuff? The yeah. Dirty Head. Those are all so fucking cool, man. Thanks. Um, I think I just got lucky on those. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, you I just, just you, my hand just happened to do no, all the no, right no. stuff. You, you pick a color that's pleasing and you can kind of save okay art with good color. That's all. Oh, all right. I'm this guy. Totally down Right? Yeah. Jeez. You sound like me. <laughs> sound but like worse. <laughs> I don't have any idea what Can't, that means. He just doesn't know how good he thing. is. Yeah. It's a Brian thing. It's a Brian you thing. understand. I wouldn't. I'm a Clint thing. You guys wouldn't fucking understand. Speaking of things, we got an hour and ten minute long thing you here. Do your... We'll do that. We'll save that. You sure? Just keep keep the next episode one song short, and we'll do it. There. Okay. Um, I'll finish up with the breakfast. Sure. With Metallica. Yeah. If that's cool. No. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. The more Metallica stories, oh, the better. Yeah. Okay. So. But, uh, yes. Go ahead. I am actually going to rebeer. You're going to rebeer. So yeah, we we did the whole. We checked out the exhibit, and then. Um, his management's like, hey, what are you guys doing tomorrow morning? That's the only time we really have. And I was like, well, you know, we can meet you. He's like, great. Uh, my husband and I would love to grab breakfast with you. So I'm like, all right. So we meet him at their hotel. It's a really nice hotel. And um, we get there and we're like all hugging. Like, oh, it's so good to see you. You know, the, um, the, the project's over. Do I need to start over? Yeah, you, you nailed it. There. Okay. Right. So good to see you. You know, we're, and we sat down. We just ordered. And then all of a sudden, Kirk and Rob showed up. They just rolled and packed. Just them two is always. Every- well, they're doing the wedding band. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, so, okay. Anyway, yeah. Um, and we're all like, "Fuck," because we just wanted to like hang out, you know. Uh, but when your your client has her clients, yes, you they there has to be business that has to get done. So, uh, the only guy to ever be mad that Kirk walked Kirk Hammond and Robert Chichita showed up. Yeah. <laughs> well, imagine, it's kind of like if they skipped the line 
to the bathroom. You're like, God damn it. Right. <laughs> um, I drink too many beers. I'm not prepared for this. Uh, I will not laugh at that because I've had to have you guys pause 14 times so I can take a piss. Yeah. Um, so sit down. You have some uh, yeah. grapes or something. Uh, croissant. Croissant. You know. Um, and uh, we just ended up kind of like splintering off. So his manager, Kirk and his manager are talking. Rob's talking to us. And I'm talking to Kirk's social media person and Andrea is talking to us as well. And, um, you know, so we're just hanging out. So unexpectedly we had dinner with Kirk and Rob, you know, previously. And then we had breakfast with them, which was kind of crazy. What did he order? Do you remember? He had a croissant. And he really did have a croissant. He, uh, what do you order when you have, when you can, Money doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can order everything. It's yeah. weird to see people out of their persona. You know, like he wasn't dressed like Kirk is in the photos yeah. or on stage. He kind of looked like he was going to yoga or something. You know, he just kind of had like loose clothes on, like a baseball hat. And the people was, come up to him and what no, is it? No, oh. nobody, nobody. Like, I think uh, Rob Trujillo probably stood out more because yeah. he looks more rock and roll. <laughs> he is. You know? He's got a. He's got a like a koi fish or something. <laughs> like a koi fish. <laughs> he like a koi fish. What, what the fuck? He looks that? like a fucking. He's got the appetite of a koi fish. <laughs> He's a strange you looking guy. He wears those jeans like a koi fish. <laughs> like a koi fish. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, um, so, yeah, we, uh, okay. we ended up having breakfast with those guys, which was a lot of fun. And at one point, Kirk and I got into a discussion. I, it was more of an argument about Dr. Dr. Strange. Strange. Uh, he's like, yeah, I love that movie. I was like, dude, that movie sucked. And I didn't know you're not supposed to say that to people. You know, like he didn't get mad or anything. He's like, oh, and I was like, I'll tell you why, you know. And so I just kind of like give him the bullet points of like, this is why it sucks. He's like, yeah, you're right. And we just started talking about the comic books and like Steve Ditko. Yeah, and right. he, he won points with me for knowing about artists. Like um, that is where like my passion is. I just get to work with musicians, but I, you know. If I was near an artist having breakfast with them, I'd be more freaked out. But a musician, right? Because I don't. There's no like idol worship uh, of you know. You inspired me to play guitar. I'd never played guitar, so <laughs> to me, in 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 my situations, it's always better to treat someone like they're a person than they are, uh, you know, a rock star or something like that. Because um, a it throws them off. You know, they expect all this adulation and really banal you know uh conversation and instead you're just be like yo man what's up you know? right that movie sucked yeah bitch. yeah and uh i i think it made a better impression you know but uh yeah it was pretty crazy to say we went to canada saw them play and had breakfast with them that, that, that's a uh they flew us there that's even better that's so, yeah, yeah to insult to injury does that work there uh no okay do you get the point? Yeah. Speaking of points. Points? We got to go. We do? Yeah. Sorry, already? Guys. Yeah. Already. Why are you apologizing? He's the one yeah, telling yeah. us Talk to leave. Too much. <laughs> oh, we're just going to do like a three-parter, right? Yeah. yeah. But if, one. We do, if we start every new year with you, sure. you're going to find two people in this room aren't going to argue with yeah. you. Okay. Not. Okay. Well, it's too, too many. I don't know. <laughs> it's two more than last year, I guess. Or now I guess it's still the same. Um, I was thinking about it while I had my... What, what, what was pee? using the bathroom earlier? Yeah, that's a great thing about peeing. Is that moment of clarity where you're just like, time huh. to think. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't think I actually said the email 
when we were doing the. Well, you're going to say it now. I'm going. So the email is. Wait, there's someone in the background. Yeah, so we're getting it all out of whack. No, no, I, I want you to. You, can you slice it in there? Yeah. Yeah. Can you Photoshop this? <laughs> beep beep beep. Eostupidity at gmail.com. Beep beep beep. Yeah, that one. Okay. Sorry, I'll splice that in there. You could do that in burps. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that, you've got Def Haven again. Def Haven. Def Haven. Def Haven. Def Haven. Def Haven. Def Haven. Yeah, you threw me off, man. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Def Haven. Def Haven. No, I'm just making Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know that the song is pronounced Canary Yellow. And that is in the background again. Send us your music. We will probably play it as long as you've got some kind of place that we can point people to so that they can hear it afterwards. Email the keyword of the day, which was... The cult. The band. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Yeah. If you're doing a podcast about music, why don't you have a playlist of all the stuff you talk about? I'm working on that. Because he doesn't use our Spotify anymore. He used to use our Spotify, and so I didn't mess with that. that. Yes. Now you can make up your own sludge playlist. But now he doesn't use our Spotify, so I am going to commandeer that, and I'm on or, you know, you guys are huge. Get an intern. Huge. <laughs> what are you doing uh, Monday through Friday? <laughs> Between the hours of 12 and 1. <laughs> Between the hours of whichever ones you have free. Yeah, none. That's Thanks for I'm being sleeping. here, man. Yeah, Thanks, thank you, guys. Thanks for the good stories. Yes. Now i got to do something really interesting this year. Tw- yeah, 2020. Yes. No, so invite me back. Our first show of next year totally relies on you having more good stories. Having breakfast with Prince. You're going to have to work hard. Actually, I'm good friends with his art director. <laughs> I'm good friends with his art director. Well, there you go. Even better. Yeah. Uh, he just hit me up recently about screen printing. They're doing something for um, Paisley Park. So Never fucking stop. Steven Park. That's his name. I could just throw, swing a dead cat and hit an artist this guy is yeah. for. Yeah. No. Totally. That's <laughs> the live, thing. You live long enough, you're going to meet people, right? <laughs> On a you long know, enough timeline, enough. everybody's <laughs> yes. survival rate drops to zero. Wait, what? Same for the bike. Okay. Okay. We're done. We're done. We're on all the socials. So is Brian. Find him on all the socials. Just my name, Brian, Brian Ewing. Ewing. B-R-I-A-N. B-R-I-A-N-G. E-W-I-N-G. Uh, I want to spell it. Him. E-W-I-N-G. There. Everybody spelled it now. <laughs> yes. We may or may not have had alcohol in this conversation. I had coffee and beer, so I'm, I'm okay. Doubled up. Uh, his email for his stuff is... Brian at brianewing.com We just spelled all those things so you should have that. Our email, again to enter the contest, is eostupidity at gmail.com The key word is the cult because that was his enjoyment of last year's Sonic Temple Festival. Oh, Fighters were fun to watch but... Nope. Can't change it now. Can't, yep. (laughs) Too late. And I've done some really cool posters for him. But anyways, Clint. Shut up! Clint. Bye. (laughs) 